0: And he said to you one of the most hurtful things I've ever heard in my entire life. He says, if you want to act like a fucking gaijin, go back to your home country. And then you said to him in Japanese, he said, where should I go home to? Welcome back to Small Talk Japan. On this podcast, we talk about all things Japan in English. My name is Michi, and my co-hosts... Hato! And... Alex! Today we have Alex on the show again. Woo-hoo. Hello! In place of Noski, just for today, and the reason why is because we have a very serious topic to talk about today. Yes, Sirius. sir. And you brought me... Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Just
1: for today, man. Right. Okay. Just for today. Um, I'll behave
0: myself then. Now, if you guys at home haven't seen it yet, there we'll put the link in the description of the video. But Nike released a new advertising commercial in Japan targeting half and mixed kids and interracial children who are growing up in Japan. And it has made quite the splash. Mm-hmm. And today I wanted to talk about racial issues in Japan. so a, a pretty difficult subject, but I wanted to talk about that with Hayato because Hayato's mixed race. He's, you know, a quarter white and, and three quarters Japanese. And then with Alex, because Alex has two half children. So today's episode is going to be a little bit serious, but hopefully we can still have a little bit of fun with it while talking about quite a, a heavy uh, topic. Also, our producer, who's always behind the camera, Mr. Josh over there, happens to be a halfy. So today we're gonna to talk about, you know, what it means to be biracial or or even foreign growing up in Japan, okay? Yeah. Yes. Alex, now you brought this commercial to my attention. Yeah. Can, yeah. can I ask you when you first saw it, what did you think about it?
1: Um, well, it's a Nike commercial, right? Hmm. So, you know, uh, sports, <laughs> emotional scenes, uh, people going <clears throat> through adversity, that kind of thing. I mean, if you showed that in the U.S., it'd just be a normal commercial. But because it's in the context of Japan, you know, it takes on a different meaning. That's actually a very interesting point you just brought up,
0: because in the United States, when we see, like, people facing adversity, people fighting for, you know, what they want, it's like, yeah, you go get them. You're you're doing the right thing. But when I think, not everyone, but some Japanese people will watch that commercial, they won't see the struggles and the triumphs of the people who are working hard. Instead, they'll see oh, you're painting Japan as a racist country and we're not racist.
1: Yeah, I think that's the main crux of the issue, right? Like, the, um, you know, a lot of the people watching it don't understand the the struggles of the people who are the folks of the commercial, right? Right. Because you've never been through that. If you've never experienced it, you can't really comment on it. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's, it's kind of tough in that regard, but I think what they did with it was kind of, um, you know, accurate as well, really, to be honest. Um, I can't say that... You know, Japan's particularly, uh, I don't know how to put it. I mean, they're not like overtly racist, in your face racist. If you you compare it
0: to like 1950s, 1920s, 1900s, early 1900s, South America, for example. Yeah, yeah. In Texas and, you know, Louisiana, Mississippi. It's not like that, okay? We're not talking like, you know, in, in America, we had the thing that's called a green book. It was a book published by, by black people to know where they could stay in hotels or what restaurants they could eat at. Because literally speaking, even though slavery had been ended for almost 100 years at that point, uh, you know, they, were, they weren't welcome in restaurants. They weren't well, well, <clears throat> welcome in hotels and motels and things like that. So they literally had to publish a book that said, if you're on the road and you're driving around, you know, these these are the safe places that you can stop. And even then like there are curfew towns uh where you know if you were driving a car and black at night you are you went to jail. Right? We're not talking about that. Okay. We're yeah. we're, we're not that level in Japan,
1: right? Well, I think the the main difference here is that um as opposed to, you know, 100% immigrants, there's mm-hmm. a lot of people who've got mixed um heritage. Mm-hmm. So one parent's a foreign person, one parent's a Japanese person. And that creates a whole new slew of problems. So in the UK after the Second World War, you got India, a lot of people right? from India, right, right? Coming to live there, uh, Bangladesh, you know, Pakistan, places like that, and those people were f- full-on immigrants. So they formed their own communities. Yeah, you know, to support each other because they were in a hostile environment. You know, people weren't very friendly to them, and they integrated through a lot of effort. Mm. You know, into British society, and now they're part of you know Britain, really. They're the best, part Because um, they they make the best food, right? Well, they make lovely curry. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Um, which is now our national dish, I think. Um, <laughs> but, you know, so that doesn't really happen in Japan so much. I mean, there are Chinese communities, Korean communities, I guess, but they do tend to blend in, mm. you know, to the Japanese, um, you know, strata or whatever. I don't Let's talk
0: about that for a second. So zainichi are, I don't even know what the English word is for that. I guess it's like... So they call it special residents, I think. Special residents that are Korean, Korean-based people. Something Basically, like after that. the war... Right, there was a displaced community of Koreans in Japan who aren't Japanese, but they aren't Korean anymore. And so they're just kind of like this special kind of bubble. But the thing about them is most of the time you don't know that they're that they have any Korean blood in them. They just blend in. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. if they're especially if they're born here and then they're educated here, they speak Japanese like a Japanese person, they basically look Japanese. Mm-hmm. And like there have been a couple times I don't even know is Zainichi a bad word? I don't even
2: Hayato? Mm, it's not something that I mean, it kind of, uh, I mean, that's who they are, but we tend not to say I mean, that. Because I don't
0: hear it on the news and stuff like
2: that. I no. hear in movies, but I don't hear it on the news. Yeah, it's not It's not really a good thing to say.
0: And like, I, I didn't, so I had a friend who I didn't even know was, I, I don't even know what the right word to call that person is, but, but uh, Korean blooded, Japanese born, Japan born, I don't know. I didn't know that because they just look like a Japanese person. And then one day when we were drinking, that person got kind of drunk and got emotional and confessed to me, you know, about that person's background and everything. And then that's the first time I really got, like, tuned into this whole idea of Zainichi and stuff. Mm. And I was like, what the hell is this? And I started researching it. And I realized that it's a really very, very difficult problem. Mm. And I think a majority of Japanese people just want to ignore it. Like, it's not there. Mm,
2: because when you write the kanji for it, the Chinese letter for it, Zai is like stay. Mm-hmm. Stay in Japan. So mm-hmm. basically, they're just like, guests right guests yeah. even though they're born here they're still considered like they're uh, called that and name. a
0: lot of them don't even speak korean they they have no ties to korea anymore mm. and they they're just basically japanese people but they have this special res- it's it's a it's a problem but that's just one example and that that yeah. type of person was in the commercial that was in
1: yeah in the commercial yeah, yeah. cuz they had the japanese name and then the, the last scene they'd kind of crossed it out and written the korean name right. on the back as well you know mm. um, yeah 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 so that sense of identity you know it's a big message i think but,
0: yeah. so let's, let's talk about really quick you mentioned the uk a little bit now mm. alex when you were growing up my image of of england is white people okay because yeah. like that's where i'm i'm my blood goes back to ireland into england yeah um and so that you know that's the white part of me but when you were growing up when you looked around when you looked to your left and your right in school did, was it just white kids or whether it was it quite diverse
1: so my school was kind of, you know, primarily white, I guess, but there were some kids of Indian descent, um, Chinese as well. Um, obviously, kids from like black families as well. And then, you know, uh, Korean kid was there as well. Was it, was it? Yeah.
0: Did, do you think that racism was a part of your upbringing?
1: Uh, I think it was because I don't know. It's not like the let's go and get this guy type attitude. It's just that when teenagers get together or whatever, they tend to form in groups and out groups, mm-hmm. and then you find the easiest thing to pick on on someone, right? Right. The fat kid, or the you know the kid who's too tall, or skinny, or you know has got freckles or spots or whatever it is. Um, and it's the easiest thing to pick up on, mm. you know, because kids don't really have any imagination, right? To right. The truth. Yeah. <laughs> when the teenagers or whatever. Um, so I mean, I, I wouldn't say I saw like horribly overt racism or anything like that, but at the same time. You know, having lived here for the last 15 years, I can sympathize with somebody who might not feel like they're a part of the main group in any given situation. Who feels that they're out of the main group. Yeah, I'm not comparing my experience to, you know, the experience that's been suffered by people of different ethnicities in the US and the UK. But I can kind of understand what it means to be in an out group having been brought up in a majority you know what i mean so
0: so like for me like you know living 10 uh, 10 plus years in japan being the outside person being stared at being you know the non-default person in this country i want to say that i can a little bit more appreciate the plight of of you know people of different ethnicities in america but i would never say that i understand what it means to be black in america like i i I could never do that but at least I have a better understanding now, yeah. having been the the outsider, that it, it makes me curious and and it makes me want to appreciate more the struggles in which somebody who is the outsider has to deal with growing up.
1: Well, you have a starting point for empathy then. Right. right? So instead of just being sympathetic and saying, poor you, you can actually imagine what it might be like, you know, push it beyond what you've experienced and think, well, maybe This person has this problem as well. Right. You know, that sense of empathy can create, you know, a connection between people. And that's essentially what solves these kind of problems in the end, really. Empathy, I think. Um, the problem in Japan is that people are sympathetic, but not empathetic. Because they don't
0: don't have experience with it. Because they don't
1: have any experience of it. And they're not bad people. You know, it's not like the people are, you know, horrible, evil, racist or something like that. It's nothing like that. In
0: fact, I would say, I would suggest that Japanese people are probably, as a country, more welcoming of foreign people than other countries in general. Oh, yeah. I think so, yeah. But but with that said, there's still that level of you know outsider otherism that exists. Mm. I want to talk to Hayato about this too. Hayato, you had the reverse experience because you you were born Japanese in Japan. You basically look Japanese. I mean, like you're a quarter
2: white, but most people don't realize that. When I was a child, I was a really pretty boy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What happened?
2: Yeah, what happened? genetics man i don't know
1: but you went to the
0: u.s into california yeah, into yeah, a yeah. place that i would suggest that where you grew up with there's probably few white people
2: right yeah it's no basically no none i didn't
0: what really... was your experience in that situation
2: well i mean to be to begin with when i was in japan like going back to the commercial things like if you lived in other countries, like you were born in America, you, you were born in England and coming to Japan and feeling that racism, sort of, it's different story when a child who's mixed was born in Japan, growing up, and they have no choice because they were born there, they can't speak English. They they consider themselves as Japanese, but they don't get treated like Japanese. Let's, so, really, let's really, really talk about that for a second, because
0: sometimes I have this issue as well, because you know like you and I were both mixed, right? Mm-hmm. But you're the opposite of me. Yeah. So like sometimes, well, since I, I've been living in Japan for so long, right? Sometimes when I'm hanging out with my Japanese friends, we're all speaking Japanese, we're just living the Japanese life. I forget that I'm a white guy. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I forget that my hardware looks like this. And then someone will remind me of that. Someone will be my mirror and they'll say like, oh my God, gaijin or something like that. And then I'll be reminded that I don't look like everyone else. And then that's a really
2: isolating feeling. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, in Japan, you're trying to blend in. Mm -hmm. No matter like who you are, you're trying to blend in. You don't want to stand out, especially when you're a kid, right? I think it goes any other countries, but you just want to blend in with the rest of the other kids basically mm-hmm. so but when you're grown up you're like you're grown up you're an adult then this mixed thing is becomes like you know like a, not like a weapon but it's like something that you can use it as uh advantage mm-hmm. most like but when you're a kid you got to blend in like i was in i was just trying to just just be with everybody else in japan in japan
0: but did, you, but did people know that you were mixed? I mean, like... Uh,
2: it looked different. Uh. Like I said, I was very pretty. <laughs> so they picked on me and called me names, you know, like also, your America. Dad, America. Your,
0: your dad is very visibly mixed.
2: Yeah, he is. So,
0: like, you know, if dad brings you to school or something like that, it's like, oh, there's Hayato with that white guy father kind of thing. Yeah, right? yeah,
2: basically. But I didn't even know I was mixed until I went to America. So that was actually uh, a little mind trip there, but... After going to America, it was uh same. I was just trying to blend in, basically. I didn't really because there are so many different races, but it's just hard to I don't know, it's just we're we're minorities. Mm. So minority sticks with minorities. So basically my friends were basically like just people who's from other countries basically. So
0: okay. well, You also had the language issue too when you went to America. Yeah. But coming back to Japan, I want to bring up something. I'm sorry if this is painful for you, Hayato. This is a memory that I want to talk about. I was with you in a bar once, and um, the bar master asked you to go get food for something, right? Mm-hmm. So you go to the convenience store. You're doing a, f- a favor for the asshole guy who's working at this bar, and you go and you get food from the convenience store. You bring it back, and he was talking to a, a customer. Mm-hmm. So you wanted to be polite, and so you just you set down the food and you didn't say anything. Okay, now he was drunk, and he in Japan when you when you give something you always have to say a word like you know dozo or something like that. It's it's polite to say something when you when you give. Uh, something to someone. But at that time, you just wanted didn't want to interrupt him. And it set him off. And he said to you, one of the most hurtful things I've ever heard my entire life, he says, if you want to act like a fucking gaijin, go back to your home country. And then you said to him in Japanese, he said, where should I go home to? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically. For me, that... I, then, sorry guys, I got set off after that. I started screaming and yelling at the bartender. I thought it was the most racist, most discriminatory thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Mm. And it, it was wrong for him to say that. But he, that's the feeling that a lot of, the, a lot of, a lot of people have. is like, go home to where you came from. Mm. But if you're a mixed kid, where the hell did you come from?
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think when I was a kid, I had I always had that feeling like, okay, where do I belong to? Mm. Where's my home? Like, if I'm here, if I get treated like I'm mixed or considered as outsider, then if I go to America, I'm, I'm, I'm not from America. So there's just a little bit of a conflict in my head, like, okay, with the belongingness, basically. Mm. So I think a lot of half kids, they feel that way. So, you know, it's just a very, very serious, mm. serious thing. That goes in your head.
0: Alex, you're you're from England, you're English. Okay. Yeah. That's I mean, like you you get that. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about your children for a minute here. They're right. they're biracial. Yeah. So like in their mind, where is home? What what is where 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 do they come from?
1: I mean, to the, obviously they were born in Kagoshima, right. Raised in Kagoshima. Uh, got to a regular Japanese school, they didn't go to international school or anything like that. Um so all the classmates are Japanese. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been going to Japanese education since they were born, essentially. So for them, Kagoshima is their home, right? Yeah. You know, this is what they know more than anything else. But also else.
0: grandma and grandpa are English. And yeah. And they go so, visit them
1: sometimes in the summer, Yeah, right? we try and take them over there uh, as much as possible. Um, and then obviously stay for a couple of weeks, my parents as well. But they don't get a real English experience because when they go, it's a summer holiday. Uh, you know, and they're lucky as well because we can go. There's yeah. a lot of people who can't. Mm-hmm. You know, it's expensive. It costs a lot of money. Um, and... You know, we're very lucky to have the opportunity. But for them, it's always a holiday. It's never an experience of life in England. Um, So it's very different from the reality that English kids face every day. Um, And it really doesn't prepare them for living in that country either.
0: Do you think that either of them will live in England in the future? Um, Do you want them to?
1: I think I want them just to be happy wherever they are. Mm. You know, I'm not really bothered which country they're in. I think that they might be happier outside of Japan, to say the truth. (laughs) Why do you say that? Because uh, they would have to become uh, 100% Japanese, if you will. Uh,
0: That's interesting. Let's, let's really talk about that. What are you saying when you say that? So, I, I understand what you're saying, but I want you to explain it to our audience.
1: All right. It's a difficult topic. So basically, um, as a foreign person here, you're granted certain uh, leniences that the Japanese people themselves wouldn't get. Yeah. Because you're not expected to understand the entire system or how things work and things like that. Um, so there's a lot of things like, you know, just senpai kohai, like the seniority thing, you know, the use of language, use of behavior, not saying your opinion. There's a lot of different kind of cultural nuances that are built into Japan, mainly mm. through the language, I think, actually.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the, to me, would seem restrictive if you knew about the rest of the world. Right. So these kids have been outside quite a lot. So they do know about what people kind of talk about in foreign countries, and they watch a lot of foreign TV. So they kind of got a worldliness about them that would probably get squashed by the system here in Japan.
0: Because Mm. Japan really, what's it, it, what do you say in Japanese? The nail that sticks out gets the hammer? Uh, Uh, Deru deru Mm.
2: Yeah.
1: So, I mean, it's not true all the time by any stretch of the imagination. There are some very, very outward thinking, creative international people in this country. It's not everybody by any stretch of the imagination. But if they entered a typical company. Yeah, the system itself yeah. is geared towards the fact that it you know creates this homogeneous block of people, and that's you know the the junior high school education system basically that does that.
0: I, I don't know why um, you I would never put my kids through Japanese school. Like maybe elementary school until elementary school maybe. Yeah. After that, I would I'd pull them out and put them in international school. I just think that the educational system in Japan makes kids stupid.
1: Well, yeah, I, I agree with that. But <laughs> <laughs> like, but, uh, you know, it, it was just a matter of choice at the time. You know, uh, we didn't have that opportunity, but. Um, but you know, I- your
0: son is not typical Japanese. Well, every time that I've had a conversation with him, he's cheeky as shit one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's got a lot of you in him, like I can see that. But also he like he's probably really popular. He's a good-looking boy. Yeah. And you know, he does doesn't look Japanese 100%. He looks mixed. Yeah. And he's grown up in a in an era where being half is cool, right? Yeah. So he, he's kind
1: of he's I I don't want to say he's a victim of racism, but he is, but a positive racism, right? Uh, yes and no. I mean, it's all about your feelings, right? I mean, even if you're, you know, good-looking or whatever, I mean, you know, I'm not saying he is particularly good-looking or whatever, he's, but, he's He's a cute kid. But standing out in any faculty is going to get you attention that you might not necessarily want, mm. you know? And that that's the crux of the matter, really. I mean, he used to play baseball, and they'd go to away games with other schools. So the kids he played with, he's been with since he was, like, a, a baby, basically. So they all know him, and there's no problem. But when they go to another school... It's like, oh, America ga iru. so they're always pointing and saying American and stuff like that. Uh, and then all his friends look at him like, what? And all of a sudden he's the other. Yeah. And then you feel totally removed from the situation. So I feel really sorry for him when I saw that. Mm. You know, I was like, oh, come on, you know. Uh, and the yeah. kids that are saying it
0: don't know. The, that's the thing. is like, I want to say that. I want to I underline this. Most of the racism that happens in Japan is not intentional racism. Yeah. It's not people trying to be hurtful. It's just ignorance. Yeah. And not understanding because a lot of people in Japan have never experienced being around someone who's not Japanese, and so once they see someone who's different, it's like if I saw somebody who was pink, a pink person walk in front of me, I was like, "Oh my god, that guy's pink!"
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. That's
0: that's the same reaction that they're doing. Like, they're, oh. America, Dean, because they think that he's you know American because that's all they say. They see Tom Cruise and shit on television, so they I mean, think he's American.
1: Like you wouldn't a big uh, like uh, overweight guy came into a room, you would go, "You fat fuck," you know, and point at know. Them, You know I, what might. I
0: mean? I might. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, if you are the friend, maybe something like that. But generally, you don't talk about people's appearance. You don't talk about people. But don't you feel that
0: Japanese people tend to like have like sudden they word out their mouth syndrome, where they just like whatever pops in their head, they say.
2: Yeah. Well, especially kids. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the kids yeah. are. Honest, yeah. So I, I think it, it's really tough for kids who's growing up, hitting that puberty or you know, all that kid shit. Yeah, wait, wait, yeah. no, it was really no, tough. I'm gonna, no, I'm coming for you, Javad. A lot of Japanese people just say
0: whatever the hell that they're thinking at the time. Yeah, Girls, some- when they see a hot guy, they'll be like, "Give hey, me." in America girls won't be like damn that guy's hot they won't unless they're retarded they won't say that <laughs> you know like they will keep it to themselves and when the guy is gone they'll be like oh that dude was hot did you see him it's like yeah, yeah, there's there's yeah. a there's a coolness to it but Japanese goes but it! And you're just like did you have control of yourself right now did that just like what yeah. happened <laughs>
2: I like that though I, I like, like it as well I, I don't remember. get it that often but <laughs> <laughs> I love it when it happens yeah <laughs>
1: uh, uh, there, there is that though I mean people talk about like one of the first things that i get fat told all the time
0: fat shame is <laughs> yeah. such a thing in this country my yeah. god you gain one ki- kilogram and everybody notices it they're like oh my god mitch you are so fat what are you gonna do girls won't like you like this yeah. i'm like you just ruined my day like what's wrong with you
1: so i mean when i used to teach english i used to say when you're starting a conversation with somebody if you're gonna say something just make sure it's complimentary right, right it's about right, their right. appearance never say anything negative say something yeah. nice like, say something oh, nice ni- nice shirt or nice hair or something yeah. right
0: Anyway, so, getting back to like what your, your studying experience in the in the baseball situation, did that make you pull him out of baseball? Did he stop doing baseball?
1: No, he didn't know. I mean, he stopped doing it eventually just because he got bored of it. But, um, you know, um, thank God. Thank, thank God. God. Do an English sport instead. <laughs> um, but he, you know, um, he just swallowed it basically. And mm. that, that makes me worry as a parent, right? Because right. how much does he have to put up with that, you know, he's not telling us as well. So, I mean... He's got good friends around him who are supportive of him and things like that and, you know, have known him for so long they don't even see him as being other, really. But when I go to school for things like sports day, it reminds everybody, right? So they're all like, aha, you know, foreign mm. dad, you know. And I always felt alienated as well, like undokai and stuff like the sports festival.
0: Because you're, you're probably the only white guy there. Yeah, usually, yeah. It's there's, like you, the white guy, and maybe a Filipino person over here, and everybody else yeah. is Japanese, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So it's always, it feels very strange, because that is the most Japanese of events, right? Yeah. You know, that's the symbol of the Japanese education system almost.
0: But, you know, in reverse, though, one of, uh, a family that we have in our Akawa our school, the father divorced the mother and then moved back to where the, that guy came from. And so there's the grandmother and the mother have three kids, that Mm -hmm. they're raising together and then undokai the sports day you know it's a thing where the family comes and dad has to do the running and all that other stuff yeah and so they don't have a father and that's also a big area of contention in japan that when the fatherless kids are at the undokai it's like it's it's like an embarrassing thing for them yeah and so what the grandmother asked me to do, she said, "Can you please come and support and cheer and run and do all the things?" And I said, "Okay." So me and a couple a, a couple other teachers went, and so like they were the coolest family at the right, indoque yeah. because they had like the 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 foreign like guys that came and like helped out. Yeah. So I mean, like we do have the kind of positive experiences. Yeah. But yeah, that's yeah. me choosing to participate in that situation. Yeah. In your case, you don't choose. That's y- true. You yeah. have to be there.
1: I mean, I always get this with, like, um, school trips, for example, come quite often to Mm Sengayen. So they'll bring, like, hundreds of kids or whatever at the same time. And um, they'll almost always walk past me and everybody say, hello, hello, like that. Uh... And I don't mind it. You know, I say hello back, obviously. But I think the school education system is teaching you know the kids that basically all foreigners are fun like alts <laughs> you know what i mean like if you're walking down the street in england you wouldn't be saying "Konnichiwa" or ni hao to every to, asian like looking people yeah because they'd be like what, what are you doing you know <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with you so, you know, that invasiveness and the teachers don't tell them to stop. They're just like, oh, communicate, you know, and all this stuff, internationalization. But
0: isn't that hard? Because they but, want the children to feel, to make those bonds yeah, with yeah, international yeah. people. But then we're like the unicorns, right? We're the foreign people yeah. living in Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which they haven't been
1: educationally prepared yeah. for. But then, <sighs> I mean, like Daiki told me that you'd go to a shop sometimes and they'd try and speak to him in English. And he'd be mm. like, trying to speak back in Japanese. And they'd continue to speak in English. And he'd be like, what? I, i'm japanese like you know what I mean? like i only speak japanese can you please talk to me on my mother yeah, language? Weird. and once my wife was at the supermarket with me yeah. at the register uh and the woman on the register goes to her your japanese is so good and she's and like she goes, thanks i've been practicing y- yeah. for a while yeah. <laughs> like, Sorry. Yeah, i'm fully japanese stupid <laughs> like, yes. yeah
2: kagoshin was a bit late on the <laughs> yeah. on the game here the mixed game
0: Hayato, let me ask you this. Okay, so when you were a kid, you are in Japan, right? You stayed here until, what, third grade, was it? Yeah, fourth like, grade. Fourth grade. Yeah. Did you, when you went to Undokai with dad, because your dad is quite the character. I mean, he's, not only is he foreign looking, he's just a character. Like, he's straight out of a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, how was the Undokai experience for you? I don't
2: think he came. <laughs> I don't remember him being there. <laughs> but like, like I said, like, I didn't know I was mixed until... I went to America.
1: So how was it in America, though? That's like, what was the, the thing that made you realize?
2: Dad, my dad told me that I mixed. Like I didn't know up until then. Hmm. I didn't know. But you met your grandpa, right? In America, you're like
0: here's this white guy who only speaks English. This I was is like, your oh, grandpa. That's
2: why I look this way. <laughs> like I didn't even know.
0: You're so stupid. No, bro. no, no.
2: Seriously, because uh, my grandma at the time she was with uh, with the guy. He's Japanese. Yeah. So I thought he was the uh, grandpa. Right. So okay. I kept calling him grandpa, but it turned out he wasn't stupid. <laughs> so yeah, but you know, I get a name called when you're like, what is it with the. Uh, Every co- foreign people is American. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. in Japan, you yeah. probably get that too. It's like oh, America gene. Oh, all the time. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like
0: if you're if you're white, basically you're American. Yeah,
2: yeah. Basically everybody comes from America.
0: But I but... had to actually. I had a similar experience. My mother is half Japanese. She was born and raised in Japan. She immigrated to the United States. Learned English when she was almost an adult. I didn't know that she was Japanese until I was well into like, like elementary school, mm. because her English is so good. And All then like right. she kind of doesn't look, to, you know, she looks, mm. she kind of looks Italian to be honest. I mean, she, yeah, she, she, she does. She doesn't look like a Japanese woman. Yeah. And then like one day she picks up the phone and she's like, what's you want to see? Oh, so this guy. And I was just like, what the? F-? I was like, what just happened to my mom? Like she just became this new person, like yeah. speaking a foreign language. And I was just like. Whoa! Do that again. <laughs> yeah. And then I realized I was like, "Wait, what do you mean, Mom? You're you're Japanese?" She's like, "Yeah, and so are you." I'm like, "No, I'm not. I'm blonde." <laughs> but yeah, it was interesting to have that conversation as a kid. Yeah. yeah.
2: But it, you know, in America, it's more easier to be uh, mixed. Part mixed. Yeah. You yeah. know, you can blend in, unless. But it's easier if you were born in America you know, uh, as uh, you know other race. It's easier for them. Like like me like Fob you know Fob fresh off fresh the off the boat, off the boat <laughs> kind of guy we had to stick together with the other boat right. crew. Did, members, people, you know? did people
0: think? Did people think that you were Mexican in California? No,
2: they did, and I was like, "That's fine. I'll stay Mexican." <laughs>
0: She if I can
1: if, I can if i can blame with it <laughs> if <laughs> i can
0: be your friend just call me anything you
1: want <laughs> my, my wife said that as well though when she was uh, uh what's it called exchange student in the u.s in california right yeah everyone thought she was mexican uh, I'm, I'm trying <laughs> to picture
0: i'm trying to picture your wife mm, nah she's not mexican she's seriously t- though yeah yeah nah she maybe latin american maybe yeah. but not mexican wow i don't think so did she have short hair at the time? No, I don't think so. Uh, maybe. With longer hair, I have not, I've never seen her with longer hair. But yeah. with short hair, she definitely does not look. Yeah. Maybe Latino or something. But anyway. Yeah. But yeah, dude, like, uh, my, Fukushacho, the VP of my company, is a full-on Japanese woman, given she does look a little exotic for being Japanese. But every time she goes to California, people are like, hola! And she's just <laughs> like, did I learn English for no reason? Like, <laughs> like everybody's speaking to me in Spanish. But yeah, Josh, let me ask you, I mean, you're weird because your dad is like full-on Japanese, lives in Kagoshima with you, but your mom's a blonde woman in America. What was your experience?
3: Well, I think I probably had the easiest ex- uh, experience because I grew up in Hawaii. Right. And like... hapa Happahali. Yeah, everyone in Hawaii <laughs> is basically like 3 or 4 or 5 or 10 million ethnicities mixed Unless together. they're
0: actually Hawaiian. <laughs> well, there there
3: are barely any like 100% Hawaiian people, but most people are mixed. So it didn't feel unnatural to me and also kind of like I said I was born in America, so like being mixed and born in America
0: Not a big deal. Not a
3: big deal. And like kind of like what Alex said whenever i came to japan it was i came like every year every summer to japan on holiday and it really did just feel like a holiday and i got all of that like positive racism i guess and i just kind of grew up with like that like oh yeah yay me i can i can <laughs> say i can say konnichiwa and i can, I can use chopsticks yeah, yeah. and
0: like, how about now that you live here though
3: now now that i'm older i I, I, I see the positive racism still sometimes but it's more the like still like not feeling like I'm a real 100% accepted part of this society that kind of like bothers me a little bit like like, like I'll, I'll go to shops like Moss Burger for example and I'll order in Japanese and then they'll like struggle to like respond in English. It's so weird. I never mm. get
0: this. Everybody speaks to me in Japanese. Yeah, no one speaks to me in English. It,
3: it happens to me like pr- pretty often. Where <laughs> like I'll order, and then they'll be like, uh, "Dorinku uh, kora I'm like, "You're I'll, like yes." No, I respond in Japanese. And I'm like, "No, I, I would like some tea, and I'll have this." And they're like, uh, "House, house, eat, house, eat." I'm like, "What? Just talk to me in Japanese." <laughs> yeah.
0: So I think that's the only. I need. never get that. As white as I look, I never get that. Everybody speaks to me in Japanese.
3: Maybe because you're on TV.
0: No, I cause not everybody see me on TV. Like I just never get this. Although when we're together, you get that and I don't, which is the weirdest thing. Yeah,
3: that is the weird thing. Even though like I'm you look more, more Japanese listening. than I do.
1: <laughs> I get it when I'm with you. Or somebody else. If there's a group of like uh, foreign people, then everything defaults to f- mental uh, overload you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) me too i'm if when i'm with mitch
0: dude yeah hayato before Uh, he met me he lived in japan kind of like as a japanese guy right and although he did used to have a blonde girlfriend we don't want to talk about that she was cute (laughs) uh she surfed too she was cool uh he didn't really get the experience of being a foreigner in japan until he started really hanging out with me And like we'd be walking around, and people would talk shit about us in English, or in Japanese. And he'd be like, "Bitch, I can fucking understand you."
2: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like every time, every time. Because if I'm with other people, like Japanese people, I'm like Japanese. But if I'm with you, then I'm like, yeah, he's the foreigner. We get we get that like uh, shit talking going on. It's like,
0: but it's not so much now. I think it's kind of it's kind of faded out over the last 10 years but man it really happened in the beginning yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: but you know when you're when you're grown up then when you went through all that shit as a kid you kind of see as an advantage now like mm. i'm different so what like oh like no i'm not saying i'm better than everybody else but i'm just saying this could be used as an advantage i have
0: to with you especially you have a magic key to the world because you speak english and japanese fluently it doesn't matter where you go in Japan or in other countries you can exist you can be you'll be fine and that, that, I think, is a wonderful thing. I mean, it's granted you your life. Everything that you do in your career is re- revolving around English. And so, like, that is something that you can always thank your grandfather for and your father for, for you know, moving to America and living there for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, that's a wonderful gift. And, Alex, I think with your children, they have that bicultural background. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about Christmas at your house? Can you tell us what your, your wonderful wife does for Christmas? Oh, yeah. Because, um... God damn, I get jealous when I see that on, on Facebook. <laughs>
1: So she's into Christmas, right? Yeah, she is. So I think that's because we went back to my uh, parents' house a couple of times for Christmas and things mm. like that. Uh, and my mum always does like a full on thing for like the a kids. British or whatever. Christmas. Yeah. Um, so just had to kind of learned to cook all the, the food or whatever uh, and do all table decorations and stuff. They specially order it in um it's like a scene from home alone it's like the crazy table (laughs) and all the
0: dressings and everything and a very cheeky and kind of like you know jima and like bragging post on facebook oh yeah yeah. i do that every year yeah Yeah. (laughs) so but but your average Japanese kid doesn't get that growing up they they first of all they don't sit in a a table with chairs and like the wonderful setting they just like usually sit on the yukata i know yukata was uh uh, Koutatsu, yeah. Tatami, tatami, yeah. tatami, and then they're like they're sitting there and they have like the fried chicken for Christmas, maybe, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like a, a shitty cake that they bought at the supermarket. That's like, such an old <laughs> of yeah. Japan. I think it's we sit now. in chairs now, okay? <laughs> no, dude, there's so many people who still sit on the
1: floor. Man. Yeah, I
0: know, I know. Whenever but... I visit my Japanese friends, I'm like, "You're still on the floor? Like we 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 stopped doing this years ago. Come on, guys, yeah, you gotta upgrade. Come on.
1: <laughs> but I mean, Christmas here is changing as well. People have started to you know do more Western kind of stuff. Yeah. Halloween as well. I mean, when I started doing Halloween originally for English people, school were like, of what it, the
0: hell's wrong with you? The
1: police told me to stop. <laughs> they said it's. Um, <laughs> they said it's the same as doing a demonstration march, so you need to get permission. Illegal, <laughs> illegal activity. <laughs> And then they told me that if an old woman saw a kid with a mask on and had a heart attack, it would be my fault. And Is I would that have to... really what they told you? Yeah, and I would have to go to the funeral. That's what they said. <laughs> I'm not shitting you. Crazy, it's...
2: man.
0: So what? I was like, well... How did we go from racism to killing an old lady with a mask, dude? I don't know.
1: <laughs> Ask the police. i coach him a police, man. I don't dude, know. Dude,
0: they are so... I love them. They are so... Like, they have so much free time.
1: They yeah. have. There's nothing for them to do every day. It's just like <laughs> creativity with yeah, ways like, to to ruin people's (laughs) fucking day. Um, But anyway, yeah. Well, we eventually did it and brought it in. But anyway, Halloween's changed and so is Christmas now. Christmas is starting to change as well, I think. But it's still a big build-up with nothing at the end. You know what I mean? Christmas. Yeah. So for Japanese kids, I always think, well, fuck, you know. Oh, they don't get the presents. Yeah, I think they get presents, but it's like there's no day off and there's Uh, no sitting in front of the TV, you know, eating food. Boxing days and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, boxing day is the best, man. Yeah, but... So we try and give the kids those experiences and hopefully that'll you know, show them that people do other shit abroad as well. What do you think your son is going to do when he gets older? Um, Sato seems to think he's going to move to New Zealand and become a farmer. What? I don't know why she's got that in her head. <laughs> uh, I mean, fair enough. You know what I mean? This seems like yeah, the right that sounds thing to cool.
0: do. Yeah, that's uh, pretty uh,
2: cool. uh, uh, Hayato, you were talking about moving to New Zealand at some point. Yeah. I've decided not to because I don't have money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Become an organic farmer and you can make some. Yeah, 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 Right now, New Zealand's the
0: place to be. They're the only COVID-free part, part of the world, apparently. Yeah, yeah. They got their shit together. It's not, not a ba- bad. I was thinking about. I was honestly during this whole pandemic, looking at New Zealand, like that's not a bad looking place, you know. Yeah. But then you know it's going to be like California, where everybody moves there and becomes shit. Yeah you, know, yeah, you don't want that. You don't Gentrification. Want that. Yeah, you don't yeah. want that. Yeah. Uh, let's get back to the topic, though. So we've got Naomi Osaka. Yeah, yeah, she's in the video, right? Yeah. Now, let's talk about her. Like, what is she in your guys' eyes? First, I want to ask Hayato about this, because you come from that mixed background. Is she Japanese to you? Is she American? Mm-hmm. And, and what does it mean to be Japanese?
2: Because I don't even know what that means. Ah <sighs> That's a difficult question because sh- first, she doesn't, s- she can speak Japanese, but she's not very good at Japanese. Yeah, she's
0: like, Taisuki Taiyo. <laughs> yeah, she's...
2: so there's a language thing yeah. that kind of makes it seem like she's not from Japan. Right. I think the language barrier. Um, but names like, her name is like straight up Japanese
1: name. Right. I didn't know Osaka was a surname. I never knew that. Isn't she also from Osaka? That must be confusing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or but, not confusing.
2: <laughs> but yeah, but you, you can tell she's mixed. Yeah, But it's kind of hard to say, is she Japanese or not? You well, know? she
1: didn't grow up in Japan, did she? No,
2: no she didn't, right? Yeah. So the f-
1: for me, like the japanese Japaneseness of being Japanese comes in the language. Because if you don't have like keigo and things like that yeah. to, you know, mm. modify your behavior in line with what you can and can't say... You can't really understand the nuances of Japanese society, right? Mm. Right. You know? Right. Right. So if you don't speak the language, you can never really understand it. I don't think. Yeah, um, that, that's
2: that's what I, one thing I felt like because she didn't speak Japanese, so she, I felt like she's not from Japan. That's so, just like.
0: So I'm gonna blow your mind with this challenge. Deaf people don't speak, but there's deaf there's there's deaf Japanese people. They don't yeah. speak Japanese language,
1: but they speak Japanese sign language. They
0: speak Japanese sign language, but they don't speak Japanese. So, but they're still Japanese. So, is but they it, read is, Japanese. It,
1: it, what if What if Osaka could read it, but she just can't speak it? But she can't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, what I'm saying is that's just a one factor of you see a person, yeah, whether she's from here or not, which is like I don't even like. He didn't even care about that. But
0: in her situation, I think it's a little zuri. It's a little because, like, she was born and raised basically in America, right? But mm-hmm. she had a Japanese passport because that way she could qualify for you know a lot of because she's you know in Japan she's hot shit. She, I mean, she's at the top of the world right now. But she was she it was easier for her to climb the ladder in mm-hmm. using a Japanese passport than it was using a U.S. passport. I think. Yeah. And so that that makes people think like. Uh, but Japanese just like Americans and everybody else in the world they love a winner so the second she took the crown all of Japan was like she's Japanese Yeah, yeah. we took the crown
1: guys and I'm like what? <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it, for, yeah. for foreigners that live here though going back to that it does feel like you've done time in Japan right? you've done time? So <laughs> I'm not joking seriously because <laughs> the first thing you say to people when you meet them is how long have you been living here? Yeah. you know what I mean? everybody mm, says that yeah. and it's kind of an annoying question but it's like, yo, I've done ten years, man. Whatever. Yeah. It's <laughs> like being in, the, being in the joint, it's not, man.
0: That's not a prison. <laughs> yeah, no. No. I know.
1: I know what you're saying, though. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh,
2: but like Osaka Naomi, she's like mixed with black, right? Right. But I think there's a different treatment compared to if you're mixed with white, white halves or and, and darker black. halves. Yeah. 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 If you're white, I read this somewhere, but if you're white mixed, you can be on TV. Everyone's going to like cheer for you. Mm. Yeah. Whatever. But if you're black, you got to, you know, like like Naomi or you have this Olympic marathon runners. If you got to do sports or you got to do something to like prove yourself, which is like. So
0: I know of a story of this girl, a Japanese girl had a black boyfriend. Okay. And they wanted to get married. And so she took him home and the father's like, get that black devil out of here. Like, get him out of here. Well, like, serious? What are you doing? And like that, I didn't know that, I didn't think about this until I heard the story, but there is actually a difference in the racism that you receive based upon where you come from. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and yeah. I would suggest that Chinese, Koreans and, and other like Asian people probably get the shortest end of the stick, they get the, the worst of it. And then like your European whites, blondes and blue eyed, they get the best mm-hmm. of it. And then everything between, mm-hmm. right? So like in, in Naomi's case, you know, being black and half, definitely, if she wasn't a superstar in tennis, you know, like, it would have been a much bigger struggle for her than if it was, like, you know, a white and ha- uh, white half-kid, for sure. Yeah. I, I but, mean,
1: yeah. There's pigeonholing, though, there, isn't there? I mean, that's, you know, it's like, you've got to be good at sports, then, yeah. if you're half-black yeah. or whatever. I mean, like, I saw an interview with this uh, girl who was, like, um, one of the parents was black, I think, from the U.S., and one was, like, Japanese or whatever. And she was saying, like, uh, everybody thinks I'm supposed to be good at sports, but I'm shit at sports, and I like reading. <laughs> and I know? like reading. So, like, basically... Why do I have to put up with this stereotype just because people, you know, but doesn't that who are ha- mixed a d- good at sports? Does that well happen everywhere
0: it? in the world? Because if you're a I black th- dude in America and you can't dance, it's like what what happened? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like were you manufactured incorrectly? Like, you know, it's there. And if you're an Asian kid, you're like, dude, he's good at math. Let's have him on our yeah, study yeah. team. You know, yeah. like there there is that stereotyping in in other countries as well. Yeah, yeah, mm.
2: yeah. But it, yeah, especially in Japan, like we. Tend to look at the uh, African Americans or black people. We like they're scary or they're they're they do bad things. That that's the stereotype of what Japanese think do you remember about black that people.
1: Black Lives Matter. Um thing that NHK did oh yeah right? they the did yeah they thing.
2: drew the black guy like
1: they drew like a character of a black guy with like a wife beat a vest on and a pimp hat and a gold chain yeah they're
2: super muscular and it's just everyone was like what, what? the fuck is this and he's
1: walking down the street going like yo or something like that yeah, what? yeah yeah
2: no they were they were trying to explain what this black lives matter is all about on NHK and they made an art uh, yeah. cartoon animation that's super
0: racist dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's so, so racist, racist. That's that to me, I gotta see this. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah.
1: Um I mean, it was hilariously
0: racist. Racist.
1: I mean, terrible.
0: Mm.
1: R- really, really bad, you know. Yeah. Um, but you know, it just shows the lack of awareness, really.
0: I had a I had a student a couple years ago that said to me, like when she was in a foreign country, she was like, I got on the bus and there was a black man next to me, and, and I was so scared. I just looked at him, I like, dude. Are you unaware that what you said is so (laughs) fucked up? Like, what's wrong with you? He was black. I'm like, being black is not a crime lady. What the hell, man? But at that point, like, I knew that she wasn't trying to be, like, racist. She was just saying what she was thinking. So I told her, I was like, what's wrong with being black? She's like, he was scary. I'm like, Mm
2: -hmm. well,
0: you know, there's a lot of nice black people out there too, lady. I was just like, what the
2: fuck do I say? Yeah, it's just the stereotype. Oh, my God. What is this?
0: Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. We'll also put this in the link. Good. It's very terrible. Wow. Okay. Well, I'll watch this later. That's cringy. Jesus Christ, NHK. Yeah. Good job. Well done. <sighs> yeah. National broadcaster. <laughs>
2: you made black people look more scary. <laughs> it's terrible, man. uh
0: hi can i ask you this question when you're hanging out with all your japanese friends you're blending in you you put you put on your you know your your japanese skin Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. do do people just casually drop because i'm me and alex obviously we're foreign right so if we're hanging out with our japanese friends they're not going to do this yeah but do do japanese people around
2: you just casually drop like racist shit no 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 not at all just uh nothing they don't even talk about like they they know that i I am mixed or whatever right. but no it's none of that like friends are friends like we just we all there's no race or nothing just you know hanging out my ex ex girlfriend okay she
0: was a, sorry girl you, you don't understand English so it doesn't matter she <laughs> uh, she was so dumb she knows, and I've said this to her, so, so we'll, we'll, it's fine. Just put it out of the air. She was so dumb that she didn't realize I was foreign. She thought I was like Mickey Mouse. Like I was just born looking different from all the other humans that she knows. So she never said racist shit to me saying, oh, because you're foreign, you X, Y, Z. She never did that. She always treated me like an equal because she thought I was Mickey Mouse. Right. Okay. And... That was great for me. I love that about her. Like she innocently thought that I was just this different thing that came out of the TV or something. And she never said anything racist to me. And it was great. And then when we would hang out with her friends, they would say racist shit and she would get super hurt. Right. She's like, why are you being so mean to my Mickey Mouse? He's such a nice guy. And like, but they didn't know. Like, she didn't understand that, like, I'm actually just, like, this foreign guy that other people actually do make fun of. And then she got the nickname USA. Right. People would call her USA. And so I felt really bad for her because she had no context in which to deal with this, right? Yeah, yeah. But, like, at the same time, I really loved that about her that she was just, that she just thought that I was just, like, not an American Mitch. That I was just, like, Michi, like like Mickey Mouse, basically. Right, right, right.
2: Mm, We need that kind of mentality on... Michi Mouse. (laughs) Michi (laughs) Mouse. That, yeah. was,
0: that was great about her. I really liked that about her. But then, and then all of my, most of my Japanese friends that I hang out with, they're not, they don't think of me as like Mitch the American. They think of me as just like this character. And I love that. That's because that's who I want to be. I just want to be me, right? Yeah. But then again, when you ask, when I talk to my, when I go home to my, uh, to America and I, I hang out with my American friends, I also feel, do you feel this? Alex? I don't fit with them anymore. Like I'm different from them now. Doing that's, time in the clink. Nah.
1: <laughs> done time in Japan, man, for 15 years or whatever, but. Um, yeah, I think it's a little different because obviously living here for a long time, just basic shit changes like your food tastes. I mean, I didn't really like uh, a lot of food here when I first came. I got used to it. I like it now. My tastes have changed. You know, when I went back to Europe on a business trip last year, I ate loads of European food. And I felt like bloated all the time. man. Yeah. Like it was too heavy for me. I can't. Um, I
0: can't uh, the American diet, you know, they do. They eat whatever shit and then they wash it down with this Coke. Yeah. And I look at that now, I'm just like, oh, diabetes.
1: Like, I just can't, I can't do it. <laughs> but, you know, this, just simple things change like that. And I think, you know, um, it, it does make it more difficult when you go back just to try and fit in. But I mean, as an adult, I don't have it that hard. You yeah. know. I might have my little ups and downs occasionally, but, you know. I'm <laughs> little. Not, little. <laughs> little, little. But I'm not going to get upset. Mm. Um, you know, if I was a kid and growing up at a difficult time, I had to deal with some, you know, shit like that. Uh, it might affect me. But because I'm an adult, you know, I just don't really, I just think it's curious, you know.
2: Mm. Um, Yeah, but going back to that uh, commercial, Nike commercial, where it just, it's not really, it's also about racism, but it's also about, you know, how we, Jap- how Japanese are? Where everyone needs to be on the same page, same yeah. level. Everybody needs to be the same. You can't stand out if you're not. Whether you're not Japanese or you're Japanese, you get you get like you get attacked yeah. basically. So it's just I don't know. Maybe it happens every, everywhere else, but Japan is just so very special. U.S. Special has got case. like really
1: segregated groups of people like you know geeks and fucking jocks mm. or whatever and all, Dude, like, i don't know. you're just like
0: quoting like a an american movie that's like, made like by disney that's 1950s, all you're saying
1: <laughs> yeah greece or something right but no, we do, we
0: do, we have clicks right we click off into our little groups and stuff it, yeah. it happens
1: so you know i think it happens anywhere but it, it just makes the demarcation a lot easier and mm. the demarcation for japanese people and those of mixed heritage it's much larger because it's like 99 and one right mm-hmm. <laughs> i
0: mean that, that's guys if, if you're watching this from abroad literally when you go when you walk around in japan you just see only japanese people and then every now and then you'll see a foreign person and it's like if you've ever seen from the 1990s the highlander tv series where where <laughs> like a where like a mortal and a mortal comes around another immortal they have like a spidey sense that's like the feeling you get when you see another foreign person in japan you're like who are you and why are you encroaching upon my Japanese experience? <laughs> like, it's true. Like, it feels weird to see another foreigner, especially if you don't know who they are. You're just like, well, who are you?
1: Well, I think we've got it particularly like that in Kagoshima. Obviously, to- <laughs> Tokyo is a slightly different Tokyo, the, the, the
0: bigger places are different, but like in the small, smaller towns in, in Japan, you do. Yeah. And then everybody knows you as well.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, And yeah. like, people are like, kito, michi hai. I'm like, if I don't know you, why are you saying hello <laughs> to me? Like, what
2: is wrong with you? I say that all the time. What do you mean? Oh, look, there's a white man.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Which now, is bad. That's pretty uh, yeah, bad. But... but I do that as well now. You,
1: know. <laughs> you too. Yeah. I'm just like, look, a white dude. dude I mean, it's... You said it the other day. This everyone comes. to walk past the bar and there's a white dude serving shochu and he goes, who is that white man?
2: Oh my God. We all racist.
1: <laughs> I... all... Should we just give up? We're all racist. Yeah. yeah um... No,
0: no, I'm not even kidding. And it does make you more racist to live here. Because think about it. If you see a sea of white sheep and all of a sudden you see a black sheep, you. You're like, oh, there's, a, there's actually a black sheep there. I mean, that's the mentality, right? No, but it's
1: not like I see someone different and I hate you. It's just like, oh, somebody different. I'm telling you, it's a slightly so, sense. You're like, do I have yeah. to fight this guy? <laughs> yeah. But I think for kids, though, this is really what that Noik thing was about, is the kids' perspective. Yeah. And the kids in the Japanese school system can feel like that. Mm. And Naomi Osaka is standing out as like an icon for those people. It's a good thing. But at the same time, I don't think her as an individual had the same experience. Hmm. So painting your experience and her experience in the same space is probably not right, right? right.
0: But having her as an icon it's still good. pushes forward yeah, progress yeah. in that. Sure, I mean, so that's good. But saying that she has the exact same, you know, experience is obviously different. It's, yeah. it's not. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, do you guys think that in 10 15 20 years that this is going to be different, or do you think it's just going to continue?
1: It's tough because Japan Japan's population is decreasing, right? You've got less children, more old people. Uh, So either immigration or you know tourism are the only kind of solutions to this. Hmm. But you know, Uh,
2: compared to when I was a kid, nowadays I see many mixed kids, which is like it's in that sense like the mixed uh, kids. They probably be more and more, I think. Yeah, but. Yeah, population-wise, I don't know. You know,
0: one thing about R.A. School that I, I want to point out is that I don't think our kids have that mentality. I mean, because they're just so around so many different types of cultural people, different type-looking people. That I think they just, like, get the idea, like, oh, these people are people, too. Cool. Mm. Mm. You know, they, like, they don't grow up with that otherism mentality. And so, I—that's one huge mission that we have as like an organization at, at the at the stable Is that we want to promote that globalization, and then Alex, with you at Sengayen, mm. I mean, your shot show, your your president is a clever dude, and he wanted to globalize. He wanted to bring in that international tourism. I mean, that initiative happened years ago in Japan where they wanted to increase the international tourism to like, what was it 45 million or something like that, visitors a year. Mm -hmm. And so he brought you on, you know, and so there are those visionary forward thinking people in the country. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's going to make a big difference because going forward, as you said, the population is shrinking. And if you're a monolingual, if you have one language and you can only, you only know this culture, the country is going to suffer economically going forward. Yeah. They need to work in a global market. And so that requires English, that requires global uh, cultural uh, sympathy and understanding. And I think that's going to change. It's going to be forced.
1: Well, that perspective comes with empathy, right? The the best way to create empathy is being in a similar situation yourself. Yeah. And my advice to Japanese people wanting to understand what it's like to be an outsider within a society would be to go abroad and actually just experience it yourself, you know? Um, and then you can come back and reassess your own opinions. But before that, I mean, thinking like the comments on that Nike advert were kind of like, don't slag off Japan. You know, there was a lot of that reaction. Actually,
0: it's weird because it, I think they were like coded by language. Like if they're English, they're like, woohoo, go you guys. Yeah. But And if they were Korean, there was a couple of Korean ones that I uh, auto-translated to English.
1: They were kind of like, it's about time kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But
0: the Japanese ones were like, why are you bringing this up why are you saying this i
1: think that the problem is that in japan the mentality is to get in on the defensive very quickly mm. so you know we're being you know attacked by an american brand as well yeah. you know that's not really related to the daily life here in japan i mean it sells products here but you know um mm. and their attitude is kind of like we're your customers what the yeah. hell are you talking to us like this for yeah um, but,
0: but do you think your 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 brand creator you are a you are an advertising specialist when mm-hmm. you look at that as an ad yeah do you think that it's going to be effective
1: oh it's a very good ad i mean like um they did the same thing for the um kneeling uh american football player yeah, i can't remember oh, his name. i've forgotten his name yeah um that almost certainly didn't sell any more uh products for nike but it you know instilled a brand image of you know a moral company you know People, the underdog fighting you know to overcome adversity um so it's turning it from more of a sports brand into kind of a lifestyle ideal mm. um Nike's come I mean look Colin Kaepernick Cole, oh that's the one yeah mm. Colin Kaepernick so I mean Nike's one of the only brands in the world where you can actually remember the tagline
0: just they're, you know they have they have a they have just do it yeah right and then this one was what is it? it's got sports what is it? it was like crossed out at the end of the commercial I forgot what I've forgotten what this one was yeah, yeah. But, but yeah
1: I mean, if you said Reebok, what's their tagline? I don't
0: even—I don't remember seeing Reebok. Are they still alive? Adidas. What's
1: the Adidas? Sorry, Adidas. Adidas. What's the tagline? Don't you
0: guys call Nike Nike?
1: We call it Nike, yeah, but I know now that Nike is the (laughs) Greek god of, like, sports or some shit, I don't know. Yeah, you guys in the
0: (laughs) UK call it fucking Nike. Yeah,
1: we call it Nike, which is incorrect, but... I was like,
3: what?
0: (laughs) When I first heard someone say that, I was like, do you not know how to pronounce that word? And they're like, like, no, in England we say Nike. I'm like, what? (laughs) Yeah. So, branding work there then. So, it's okay Um, for Americans to be racist against the UK people, right? Yeah, that's fine.
1: (laughs) Um... Yeah, but I mean, it's a good advert because like it promotes that kind of mentality in Japan as yeah, well, right? Yeah. So now it's getting a bit of uh, you know negative feedback. But
0: everybody's talking about it. We're talking about
1: yeah, it. Yeah, we're talking about it, and that reinforces that brand as being something different. Yeah. You know, they stand for something. But if hmm, you go to yeah. another. Sportswear company. What do they stand for? You don't know. Yeah, Yeah.
2: a lot of the comments they were just worried about what the other country would think about Japan. Yeah, which is what you know a lot of people do in Japan. We just kind of worry about what other people think. But you know, it really happening. It's really happening. So.
1: I think the other thing is that it's an extremely small percentage of the population, comparatively. Mm. Mm. And it's like, why are you focusing on this group Right. when there's so many more Japanese people going through shit? Yeah. You know, they've got bad times. You know, there's loads of single-parent families. Suicide's on the rise, way up yeah. on the rise. There's like bullying. There's all kinds of issues. Bullying is a huge
0: thing. We actually yeah. almost did a full episode about that in the past. Bullying is a huge issue. Yeah. Um, but that also p- plays into racism too. Like if you are of a different race, if you look different, if you're fat, whatever, you get bullied more. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah.
1: So, I mean, th- these other issues have kind of been brushed together and to fit Nike's kind of global image, yeah. it, they're talking about race. Mm. You know, and I think for some Japanese people that might seem as being not the priority mm. for this market.
0: But who cares? Just let them
1: have their one commercial. That's I mean, what I'm saying. I mean, it's just a commercial. Yeah. And I thought it was quite a good commercial. It was quite moving, you know.
0: Budweiser, after the Las Vegas shooting, Budweiser made like a like a one minute if anyone knows anything about American commercials, one minute commercials basically don't exist. Yeah. They're super expensive to air. And Budweiser made a whole one minute commercial to like Praise the Las Vegas uh, Knights, the the hockey team that we had for the first time. We, had, we just got a hockey team the same year that the shooting happened. And it's like, for this city who's gone through a lot, having a winner is really important, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like this emotional ad that they aired in Vegas. And it became like a rallying cry for people in Vegas to like, you know, Vegas strong, like we'll survive this, we'll get through this kind of thing. It was just a fucking beer commercial yeah but it was enough that the people who were affected by got behind it it got that brand a lot of love and it was it was it was powerful advertising can be powerful oh yeah and so this ad to me when i saw it i was like i i just thought this is going to make waves like this was it was it was very powerful
1: yeah i mean like advertising has got a huge you know potential to change people's behavior right that's what it's
0: for right um
1: you know, ultimately, they're trying to sell product, right. you know, but they're doing it through the means of, you know, um, an emotional journey or whatever. If, and a they don't have, as well, if you don't have the
0: emotional buy-in, you're not going to, you're not literally going to buy things.
1: Yeah. I mean, they don't really care, I don't think, whether they get down votes or up votes mm. on YouTube. I don't think that's really what they're after, as long as the numbers are there. Yeah. You know, and uh, you could look at that in a kind of negative light as well and just say it's only, you know, purely for advertising. Which the, I
0: mean, they wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't gonna sell product, but still, it's yeah. it's it's a. I well, it, that...
1: it won't sell product now. Mm. It'll sell product in the long term, I think. Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't know their, their numbers or anything like that, but it'll take a while, and before it, you know, shows an uptick, I think.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's such a big company like Nike, kind of addressing the fact that this kind of shit's happening, yeah. which mm. is good. I think people will watch more. Instead of they have a documentary or something, which some people will watch it, some people not. But like, you know.
1: Interesting, it was three girls in the commercial as well. Yeah. Somebody else commented that, you know. um, They were like, where's the boy? (laughs) (laughs) I (laughs) I
2: was also thinking, where's the white mixed
0: I was thinking, person
1: i was just thinking oh, where's, the, where's the white i was thinking where's the white guy <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah it's like whoa.
0: we we did an event uh, a few years back where we aired the movie hafu uh it's documentary and we got a license to air it in, in one of the the halls here and we had a, a almost a sold-out a- audience myself and uh hayato gave an opening speech to it as mixed race people and you know when we watched the movie I, I i think everybody should watch the movie if you haven't seen it i think you can probably get it on like youtube or something like that but really missed the mark in my opinion because it just talked about their experience and everything but it just for me i thought there was way more that they could have delved into the life of half people in japan and they didn't go deep enough have you guys seen the movie go no no okay so the movie go has uh it's a movie about zainichi and it has i forgot the actor's name if you could look it up josh um, it's got a famous actor as the lead role in it and nobody's seen this movie and it's a really powerful movie it's really good I, if, if anybody's out there it's a Japanese movie it's called Go with an explanation point at the end of it it's really violent super violent it's almost like Yakuza level violence mm. you got it what's his name
3: Wait, uh, wh- whose name did you want to know
0: the lead actor
3: lead actor Yosuke Kubozuka.
0: He's like a he's like a, a musician or something. Oh yeah, I know. And so, is, is this yeah. the movie? Yeah, yeah, know? that's it right there. Right. So put that put the IMDb link in the description of the of the video. That movie, watch that guys at home. There's this really powerful scene. I don't want to ruin it for you guys. But there's a really powerful scene in there where he gets found out as being Zainichi by his girlfriend, and that's a scene that'll always be in my mind. If you guys want to know what it's like to be like have racism or be be like that kind of foreigner growing up in Japan kind of thing, that movie is a really good first starting point. And it's a powerful movie. It's a really well made movie and nobody knows it. Nobody's seen it. Because I think that in Japan there's a there's a tendency to ignore problems, especially not talk about negative things, not air yeah. dirty laundry. Mm-hmm.
1: Well it's like I think that comes from the you know what is it dog saimonif to I can't remember what it is. Like put put a lid on things that smell bad. Yeah. You know. Um, and that culture evolves from, you know, I think it's from the rice producing element of Japanese society, historically, right? Mm. Because if you don't cooperate as a village to create your rice field together, you know you're going to starve to death. Yeah. And anybody who isn't part of that group and gets ousted, yeah, you know, is in big trouble. Yeah. So you know that's that's where it comes from, I think. But,
0: I want to I want to close the show today. Talking about like we've said a lot of things in the show, and you know, it, I I want this to be an open conversation. I, I don't think that we are the authority on any of this, no. but I, I I think that it's something that we should talk about. And people at home, if you guys are in our audience and you have something to say, if you have an opinion, maybe we didn't represent uh, a thought or opinion that you've had. Maybe you don't agree with us or maybe you do agree with us. Uh, Make sure you guys comment Uh, in English or Japanese. It doesn't matter. Korean, whatever, as long as we can translate it on Google. Um, You know, uh, it is it is a touchy subject, but it is a subject that I think that we're going to have more and more conversations about going forward. So. All right, guys, uh, that's been our show today. Uh, Thanks, Alex, for coming on as a guest. My pleasure. Uh, Natsuki will be back in a regular chair next week. Uh, We just wanted Alex on because he's got that unique perspective of having the kids to have kids. Hayato, your children right now? How old are they? Three and one, three and uh, eight months. Let's hope that for them, their future will be yeah. one.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Cute though, now, right?
2: They're yeah, yeah. Kind
1: of annoying. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, but. I'm just kidding. No. Sorry. I've got 13, man. That's annoying. Teenager. Oh yeah. But your son.
0: The thing is, is when he's old enough that you can have a beer with him, then you'll like him.
2: That's true, but you gotta teen, wait. teenagers, man. Got to wait another five or six years, man. Just yeah. Three years, and he can start. Head start. Yeah, start early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that's what I'm going to show today. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Goodbye. Hey,
3: everyone. Josh here. Thanks for watching this week's episode of Small Talk Japan. Small Talk Japan was filmed and recorded in Kagoshima at Story Studios. This week's episode stars Alex, Michi, and Hayato. Audio is done by Hayato, and is produced by me, Josh, and is executive produced by Michi. Hair services provided by Drops Hair Khan. This week's episode is sponsored by Stapleton A. Kaiwa. Leave a comment below and let us know what you think of the show. Thanks again for watching, and if you enjoyed the show, click here to subscribe and click here to watch more. See you next time!